Hey, I'm Ross Rebliati, and I'm 1998 uh, snowboard gold medalist and been part of the whole cannabis revolution and movement since then, uh, since I tested positive uh, after I won. And we, we are on the Only Touch Greatness podcast. The number one sports podcast in Vancouver with Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. Roll it up and Over the podcast scene in Vancouver. Get down or lay down. Lay down. Lay down. This is I Only Touch Greatness Podcast yeah. with Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. We are going live. different emotions uh there was there was some ups and downs <laughs> yeah i know uh, you know just being <coughs> just <coughs> sorry just being there was was crazy in itself and uh you know and then you know i knew you know i was going to be competitive so winning it was was great and you know it was its own thing but then what happened afterwards with the controversy with the whole cannabis yeah um you know just took it to the next level and uh you know that's 
you know, it was a blessing in disguise at the time. Of course, I realized, um, you know, cannabis was going to be a thing in the future uh, as far as legalization. But uh, no one knew, of course, if that would ever happen in our lifetime. Yeah. But uh, I was given the opportunity to sort of carry that torch. And uh, it came with some, you know, travel bans and, uh, you know, a lot of stigma and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, uh, that era. But uh you know, I'm happy to be where I am now. What was the opening ceremonies like? Do you remember those? Yeah, those were unreal. I mean, just since you brought it up, you know, I'm re- remembering the the stadium that we were in and uh, the jets flying over top, playing the, you know, the Mozart or whatever. Yeah. You know, music is <laughs> just unreal with all the athletes and, and the, the you know, a filled stadium. And I think now with, with COVID and, you know, the, the last few months that we've been through here and, um, you know, in Canada, um, remembering what it was like to be in a true, you know, event like that, where there was, you know, thousands of people all together, um, vibing out on the same thing, you know, um, you know, there's, it's a sharp contrast. Okay. Uh, what were your first, thoughts when the THC showed up in the blood? <laughs> um, that was a heart-stopping moment. Uh, I, I basically knew that it was the only thing that I might have been um, testing positive for because I, I was in the environment that uh, I would have been potentially testing positive for secondhand smoke, little did I know. Um, I, I felt like leading up to the games, I decided that I wasn't going to use cannabis uh, until after, until after the games, but I didn't figure out to not be at the barbecues or, or to worry about the secondhand smoke. I didn't even give it a a second thought. So um, that was a little bit me dropping the ball, but I think also the science wasn't there and the information wasn't really there about it. And um, I was doing drug tests leading up to the games and nothing was coming back to us. Um, and that could have been part of the problem why they had to give my medal back because as you probably know, I'm, it's the only medal that's ever been given back before. And um, when it all happened, my drug results, my test results came out that I tested positive for cannabis in all three of my drug tests before I got to Nagano. And so it's kind of like, well, how did that even happen without me knowing about it? And then, um, as it turned out, cannabis wasn't on the list of banned substances um, for the for the Olympics, the way it was on the World Cup tour for some reason. And so that's why it never came to our attention that I was testing positive for it because they weren't testing for it. Except the IOC still tried to enforce the ban on cannabis that they didn't have at the time. So it was kind of like a big, huge mistake and. And so anyways, uh, what can you say? Yeah, what were your thoughts on when you finally got it back? <laughs> I was glad to get it back, but I was traumatized by the by that time. And uh, That's the slander you must have gotten too, right? Yeah, I mean, it came with its good, uh, you know, it was good and had its good parts, let's say. And, um, there were people that supported me and there were people that didn't support me. You know, there was a whole... Um, cannabis platform that that I accepted and and was carrying the cannabis torch there for 20 years and um 
you know, it's just kind of like being a politician in a way where you, you're never going to win all the votes, right? And you, if, if you can come to terms with that, then, you know, you're good to go. I never even knew about secondhand smoke until your incident. <laughs> Neither did I. I yeah. Never thought about it before then. Yeah, for sure. And then all of a sudden, now you have to, you have to kind of take it in. Like, no pun intended. No, I mean, that's, uh, you know, part of the norm now. And I think it, it definitely, uh, you know, scared a lot of athletes that were kind of on the, the fence of using cannabis and if they should or shouldn't in between testing. And, um, you know, what my, my hope is, you know, and WADA just took CBD off the list of banned substances so that athletes can um, have the benefits of the anti-inflammatory and anti-anxiety from a natural source. And the CBD and then you know eventually you know THC is going to have to it's it's only the responsible thing to do for the IOC right now is to allow THC and um, you know even even having public consumption at the Olympics for the athletes I mean they've got bars that are for the athletes in athletes village so yeah um, taking it one step further and having a place for those athletes and of course that's never going to happen because <laughs> It is what it is, but uh, you got to put it out there. Yeah, I mean, really, alcohol is probably worse for you than weed, definitely. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, how much do you say you smoke a day? That's not one of my questions. I'm just asking. Oh well, when I when I'm not interrupted by uh, you know oh, various yeah. road trips or or whatnot, I'm probably up in the uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to say around at least five or six grams a day, you know, something like that. I think if you're smoking joints that are, you know, gram joints, I'm probably up around, you know, yeah, five or six big joints a day. Yeah. It all depends what, what I'm doing, just like anything, you know, I don't, um, have a regiment. I don't, you know, there's no like time or whatever. I like to wake, wake up, have my coffee, smoke a joint, look at my plants, uh, you know, kind of get my day sorted out in my head before the kids wake up. And, uh, you know, and I kind of just treat it kind of like the way I treat coffee more or less. Are you kids snowboarding? Uh, the kids like snowboarding and are interested in snowboarding. And for some reason they're all skiers and, that probably has something to do with me yeah. having gone to skiing when they were just little. But uh, yeah, I used to, uh, we were just talking about this uh, a little bit on the show, but as a ski racer growing up and then transitioning into snowboarding. And then I did that for, you know, a good couple of decades there. And now going back to skis is so much fun and kind of gives me that, you know, passion to get back up on the hill and, yeah. and uh you know, with the new ski shapes that they didn't have back in the 80s when I started snowboarding, now all of a sudden my skis are like snowboards and totally react differently than than what skis used to be like. So I'm having a lot of fun skiing right now and I'll probably get back on my board. You know, maybe Rocco, my youngest kid, won't, he'll want to snowboard and the next thing you know, I'll be back snowboarding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm, not yeah. Putting, I'm not putting any parameters on it. Yeah. <laughs> They, uh, do you still have that Sports Illustrated from 2008? You had a full page right up on you and everything? Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, do you, you, you keep any memorabilia or anything like that? 
Yeah, it, uh, unfortunately, I've kept a lot of stuff. <laughs> I've got so much stuff. You know, at first it was just kind of like, oh, I got in a magazine, you know, or I got the cover of a magazine. And, you know, I would just keep things like big, bigger stuff like that. But then all of a sudden it was like, okay, the U.S. Open, I win the U.S. Open. So I would keep a bunch of shit from the U.S. Open. And, you know, the next thing you know, 10 years of racing goes by and you got all kinds of shit. And then yeah. you top it off with the gold medal. Fucking keep that, you know. So yeah. What do you, what do you your gold medal is obviously your best one, your best memorabilia. You know what? I think the Mount Baker Bank Slalom Duct Tape Trophy is probably my favorite one. Okay. And, uh, but no, I mean the Olympics was was a special event, and um, it's in itself its own thing. And you were the first Canadian to win gold, right? First ever time uh, snowboarding was in the Olympics, actually. So, yeah. yeah first, first Canadian. Yeah. Okay. So, we got a couple more uh, medals in snowboarding since then. So we've been, uh, there's a good tradition at the Olympics for Canadians. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially 2010, we had a great run. You do, oh, any, yeah. party, you do any partying in 2010? I bet you did. No, I don't know. I think I was having kids and stuff in 2010. Oh. <laughs> okay. I've been having kids for the last 10 years, probably, yeah. so been a uh, uh, lot of family time. Okay, yeah, the Olympics just stand out as something that was, like, life-changing. It was so awesome be, just being downtown all day, yeah. or Whistler had it as well, right? Yeah, I've been to a couple of Olympics, and um, yeah, I was at the Salt Lake City Games, and uh, just as a spectator, and there's there's definitely an atmosphere that you don't get anywhere else. That's for sure. And you work with like Make a Wish Foundation, and what other foundations? Well, that was a few years ago, so I'm not going to say we've done anything recently. But um, Big Brothers was another one that we've worked with in the past, and uh, Make a Wish. We had um, a, a, a boy come out from Florida to, to ride with me in in Whistler and various uh anytime there's an opportunity if somebody reaches out that wants to uh you know we did one for diabetes a few years ago and, and uh, awareness but uh yeah i think you know for us it's it, for me it's important to be able to give back when i can and and so we're always game for a, a charity golf tournament or something like that yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Put on like a charity golf tournament one time where I have all the guests on my show show up. Mm -hmm. Let's see how that goes. Let's do it. Yeah, I need to get a need to find a sponsor somehow. Well, maybe we can work on a sponsor for you. Hey, that would be sweet. Are you still doing politics? Well, you never really get out of politics, do you? I don't no. know. Um, no, I think I'm. I'm been doing family and weed for the last uh you know a good 10 years so yeah. um we're gonna continue uh kind of growing the whole ross gold brand and 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 yeah, being I, the, the cannabis industry for as long as possible forever probably and yeah. i'm not gonna i don't want to talk about any pm stuff or yeah uh, <laughs> okay hey i, I don't actually i don't actually yeah, I actually don't have any questions about that stuff. I was just seeing if you were still getting into it. And we're going to get on to your uh, legacy brands and the Ross Gold uh, coming up in a few questions. So, Sure. Okay. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel weed is a performance enhancer? 
Yeah, it I, is. I just want to go eat in the fridge and. Right. Well, that's enhancing. I mean, you got to eat, right? So yeah. it's all about making sure you're eating the right food at the end of the day. But uh, I've actually used uh, cannabis just to increase my hunger, just so I remember to eat. And it's reminding me that I'm hungry right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, now through science, there's been a lot of research in the last 10 years that um, has literally shown under a microscope that um, our cannabinoid system has been deficient throughout prohibition and with, uh, you know, cannabinoids going into their receptors where they're supposed to be, it actually enables all of the cells in your body to perform more functions than they do without the cannabinoids. So it literally is performance enhancing. Um, however, I was corrected at a charity by a doctor who said that now you're just running at optimal performance. So it's not really performance enhancing. So then I, I came back and said, well, then, the end of prohibition was performance enhancing. So it's actually healthier now that we're, we're through with prohibition. Do you drink or no? I don't. Oh, okay. See, then on that note, I, uh, I think I would rather be only a pothead than be an alcoholic. Right. And, and I mean, I love to drink. I go to Canuck games and shit and I drink and yeah. enjoy it. But it's always the liquor that i regret the most it's never the weed i don't wake up feeling oh my god i smoked too many joints last night but i wake up and like, oh my god i had so many beers last night right i know i did that i got good at, at drinking and, and uh i was promoting a vodka label at one point and, uh yeah things got a lot of you know more i just wanted to focus more and on my health and and i figured out that i wasn't that interested in drinking as as I was in, um, you know, just trying to pr improve my, my fitness basically. And, um, you know, I'm planning to undoing the Ironman next summer in Penticton. So okay. um, that's, uh, something that I've been putting out there just to sort of solidify that goal to, you know, make sure that happens. And, um, I found that with just not drinking, I was able to like lower my body weight and focus way easier. Are you out of here now? Okay. <laughs> We're, we're just going from one podcast straight into another. So I'm still in the studio. Oh, that's all good, man. No worries. Yeah. The, um, hey, you made the 2013. You were on the cover of High Times. Right. So that's when we started Ross Gold. Yeah. Um, that was pre-everything. Um, and, uh, you know, we were right in the throes of, you know, the whole gray market and having a dispensary and, um, you know, fighting for legalization which wasn't anywhere in sight in 2013 right harper was still in yeah. and uh yeah so it didn't seem like we were on the forefront of anything at the time but now looking back on it it was i'm pretty um you know honored to have been part of the whole transition from the gray into the white market now and, and um, having survived it as a brand yeah. um, you know, it's, I think, also one of the things that there are few brands that are coming from that era into the new era, um, the way we are. So we're, um, you know, we feel like the brand traction and the support that we have is genuine and we're not, we're not paying for it. You know, we're not doing massive advertising or anything right now. And we haven't been for a couple of years and we still seem to uh, be growing somehow. <laughs> Yeah, see, I mean, I voted for uh, Trudeau just because I wanted him to approve right. marijuana. 
yeah, I mean, that was one of the reasons I voted for him. But uh, yeah, I know. I mean, there's other people. I fucking don't want to talk politics, but other people don't like him. But that's why I voted him. He made the biggest change in our lifetime. Our parents yeah. never have thought that would happen. Unbelievable! Like nobody could have, you know, seen that coming. Even in 2013, like we didn't even think that would be possible and even when trudeau was saying he was going to do it there was always something in the back of my mind was thinking well, like how much can you really do in in one term as a prime minister and he really you know made a point of getting that done on the first yeah. uh you know the first thing he did so it was quite the quite the turn of events and and caused a lot of turmoil um of course because there was a whole shift and continues to uh straighten itself out now yeah, that's for sure. Just like my partner not a, not wanting me smoking joints on the video. Right. But yeah, because we all have jobs. I mean, I don't really mind it. I can clip it out and shit. But right. But the, uh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't want me uh, smoking. But well, there's still a long way to go, like you're saying. Like, you know, you're. It's okay if you're having a little beer or something like that. Yeah, but right? it's okay to, to have a smoke and. I think, you know, that's the ground that we have to make up here over yeah. the next uh, few years. And I think, and you know, when the statistics come out, because they, they haven't really been keeping too much track about health and how it relates to cannabis use. But I think once uh, those numbers start showing, it's going to be pretty, it's going to be a big surprise, I think, to most people that aren't supported already. At the same time, I'm not, it's Friday night, I'm off till Monday. Like, I'm all, I should be allowed to openly smoke weed, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Instead, I got to worry about. I mean, we're having a podcast, yeah. but if I can't smoke with you, I'm worrying that oh no, somebody might see it. But I don't work till <laughs> I don't work till Monday anyway. So right. I used to operate like that too, like before Nagano, and then yeah, I, I you know I came out of the pot closet in Nagano, and yeah. uh, the next thing you know is like you know my dad was doing interviews about me smoking weed. My grandma's like, well. <laughs> If the Indians smoked weed, then it, it must be good for you. And, yeah, and, it comes yeah. from the ground, right? Right. It's natural. And that's like, oh, that's what I was going to ask you as we were talking there. I thought of a question. Do you ever think mushrooms will be legal? Oh, yeah. They're definitely coming along um, down that road. So there's a whole movement right now as we speak, actually, to, uh, to uh, decriminalize and legalize. I'm not exactly sure exactly what stage they're in, but they're, they're going in the same direction as, as cannabis. And other things too, like um, um, I think MDMA is getting yeah. approved as a, a medicine and all sorts of other it's psychedelic. A med uh, medicine for a good time. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Is having, living a better life and microdosing. To yeah, microdose. You know, it's not about, it's just like alcohol too. It's not intended to be. You're not, you're not supposed to binge drink alcohol. That's not the intent of it. And uh, it's the same with, with everything. I mean, you know, people have different tolerances and definitely with microdosing on uh, psilocybin or, or LSD or whatever, um, you know, is there's been a lot of research going into it. And I've, I've had my own uh, positive experiences. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm behind it. Pardon me? I'm behind it for sure. Okay. I, and, and microdosing is the new way of doing things. That's I, it. Uh, yeah. I can, you can just stay on that level of, uh, 
you know, that awesome. sober, you can stay sober basically and just have that, you know, instead of drinking coffee all day, you know, you yeah. can have that nice little um, energy that helps you focus and keep, you know, you got to do the dishes, you got to make kids lunch and you got to, you know, focus and, yeah. um, you know, to be honest, it's, it's, uh, you know, something that it's because it's the non-addictive nature to it makes it manageable for people. Yeah, that's for sure. The, um, 2015, you launch, you launch your own glassware. I read that online, but does that mean bongs? Yeah. Uh, Roscoe glass. And, um, we were nationwide, uh, for the last few years with, with the glass. And, um, just today we were in some, in some stores in downtown Vancouver and we got glass, uh, for sale there. So, um, it's been a great way to grow the brand and to really get, um, on the same level as the consumer and basically, you know, give that consumer the products that they need to, to smoke their favorite buds. And, um, we've, we really wanted to be part of that whole, you know, consumer care part and really worry about what, what they're after. And the, you know, that's why we're all about craft cannabis and we always have been. And, and, you know, contrary to, you know, the trend and the new legal producers, um, I think that, you know, we're finally on track and, and figuring out that that's what that everybody wants and always did want. And so now we're finally, there's a way for people who have been growing in the um, ACMPR or that whole side of things to transition into the new legal market. And that's a great step forward. Well, it, it wasn't bongs though that you were making, bongs and pipes? Bongs, pipes, dab okay. yeah, all that, all that stuff for sure. Awesome. Um, why do you feel athletes love cannabis? You know, like Gronkowski's out there doing it. Darren McCarthy's out there doing it. Like they're, they're all realizing. I know it because I'm, I, I like to call myself an athlete. I play beer league hockey, but. Yeah, I think the draw of it is that it's, it's repeatable. Like you can do it at night and you can do it in the morning and you can do it, you know, pregame and you're not consuming extra calories. You're not, there's not extra, it's carb free, zero carbs, zero calories. Um, you're also, you know, relaxing and enjoying the night it doesn't necessarily like i totally can operate no problem without drinking if i've got my weed you know and that kind of like trips that switch for me so i don't feel like it's the way i want to wake up in the morning and it's the way i want to go to bed at night and it's the way i want to spend you know after my afternoon so it just goes great for me and and you know doing the sports because it's repeatable um, you can incorporate it into your healthy lifestyle. And that's, you know, really part of our message is, as a brand is how cannabis can be part of a healthy lifestyle and, um, you know, the way it can integrate into um, whatever activities that you enjoy the most, whether it's playing an instrument or skiing or riding bikes. Um, it really does lend itself to being active. And the science has even shown that um, cannabis is, is linked to a low body mass index and so uh, cannabis use so that's you know lots of tests lots of people so th that's what we always thought but now we're getting actual science to back it up for me personally like I smoke definitely within 45 minutes of my fucking hockey games and 
I would love to smoke closer if I could somehow put my skate guards on and walk outside yeah. and smoke a joint. That'd be great, but you can't do that yet. And uh, so, yeah, I, I when I smoke, it gives me energy. I want to go do stuff. Yeah. Like, I smoke and I want to clean my house or I fucking want to go play. You should bring your vape pen on the bench and, and it doesn't even smell like weed, right? So you can just have a little vape right, right on the bench in between your shift. <laughs> We uh, yeah. actually, we've actually, we've actually done that a few times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I started a scrap the next shift. Yeah. Like for when we were racing, like it was never really, it was never really something that we wanted to do like during on race day or anything like that. It was something like after the race would, would be, you know, if we were in, you know, a country where we had some weed with us or something like France or whatever, um, then after the race, no problem. But for some reason, weed kind of, you don't want to do it before the race or during the race. Like, I don't know, just. You're going down a hill at full speed. I sure as fuck don't want to do it. Well, I like doing it for training and stuff like yeah. that, but not, not during, not on race day for some reason. It's just like yeah. one of those, even though back in the day there was no rules against it, we just never, you know, it just kind of, yeah, it was interesting. We, weeds like that a little bit. So how many stores do you have nowadays? Because you guys started stores and you got your own like weed shops, right? So we did back before pre-legalization. And so what we've done is we basically shut everything down that we, that we were doing. And uh, we're in the process of relaunching in the new legal uh, era as yeah. we speak. So you'll be seeing more from us uh, in the next, you know, 12 months than you have in the last uh, three years, probably. Okay. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome. It's good to have your own brand. And I like that. That's what we're trying to do with our podcast is brand it and brand it and brand it. We, it's called, I only touch greatness because I'm only putting the big name people I can find biggest people I can find on my interviews. And that's a right brand, on. right? I appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate you coming on, taking the time to smoke even with me, even though I smoked a couple seconds beforehand. But right on. The, the, uh, I look forward to doing future business. Even the, Let's put a golf tournament together. Okay, uh, let's do I, it. I could, have, I could get it some NHL players. I've got – because I'm interviewing all the best NHL or all these older guys that are just starting to retire or the kids coming up. The kids coming up, we probably can't market very well because they're afraid to get in trouble for marijuana, right? So all, all the older guys, though, like we can invite them to the golf tournament, maybe do something like that. And where do you live in these days? I didn't even ask that. Yeah, I'm up in the Okanagan now. Okay. Ever heard of Tulamine? Sure. Yeah, I'm going to Tulamine in two weeks. Nice. Yeah, nice. I, I, good up I, there. Yeah, I had a cabin up there for like 25 years, and then we just sold it last week. But Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, thank you for coming on, Ross. Okay, bud. Thanks, Ryan. Hey, I'm Ryan, by the way. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you as well. Okay, right. take care. Take care. Fuck oh, yeah.